We're back on the Exit 52 podcast. It is a Saturday night. Saturday, 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 Saturday. More like Saturday as in because hey, uh, we're both pretty sad. My name is Jake Luke. I'm joined by Eric Arditi here on the Instant Analysis as the Orioles drop game one to the Texas Rangers here in the ALDS. Uh, we are presented as always by Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Uh, though they probably don't want to be associated with us or with the Orioles after a uh, you know a little bit of an embarrassing performance there. But uh, how you doing? First things first, buddy. Um, I don't have a voice. Um. You can hear. Um, well, uh, you know, yeah, uh, voice is gone. Um, great atmosphere, I thought today. Um, the offense did not kind of bring it like everybody else did. I thought the pitching was was fine. I thought the pitching was good enough to win um bradish didn't go you know his normal length but that's that's what happens in the playoffs and and you kind of have to i that that's just a playoff start when things start getting hairy that's when you pull them um everybody but jacob webb i thought was really good jacob webb was not good he walked some guy you know he, he gave up some base runners gave up the home run i thought deal hall was awesome um i thought coulomb was awesome everybody else tyler wells looked really really good it just it, the the offense never got it going you're not gonna win a playoff game with five hits um and again, I mean, it's not like the Rangers, the Rangers didn't bash them to death. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they obviously had the home run, but then it was just that one inning against Braddish. Um, but I, I thought everything else was great. Um, the atmosphere, you know, during the game, before the game, I, I heard during the game. And again, Jake, you can probably attest to this, that they were kind of saying like, oh, Texas is really taking the crowd out of it. I don't think that was the case. I mean, at least in center field, we were standing up, we were loud. You could, we, you know, I mean, we were, we were on our feet for every pitch. There was uh there was something up with FS1's broadcast because it felt like the crowd was kind of getting drowned out. I don't know if it was something with their, with their microphones. Yeah. This feels like I'm already getting off on Taylor's block a little bit here talking about the telecast, but yeah, it was a uh, telecast talk without Taylor. Yeah, weird weird broadcast today. I think they got I think Joe Davis was the uh play-by-play yeah. man and then He's Smoltzy really good. Was, He's Yeah, really no, good. I I liked him. Yeah, but I liked him and Smoltzy together. They were they were solid, but yeah, they were saying some weird stuff. I, I don't know if they were getting fed lines by the producers, but Kind of an interesting, interesting overall broadcast just to kind of kick off with that, that stuff. But yeah, it was, um, I don't know. It was tough that, that, that felt like a real kick in the dick. Um, and then again, I told you guys on my way back home, uh, my McDonald's was, uh, their drive through is, is under construction. So I had to fucking go in and, and talk to people in order. Like, like that's what I want to do right now. So that's yeah, a, that's, that's a is, tough thing. I, uh, I sometimes, People might be shocked to hear that I moonlight as an Uber Eats driver sometimes for extra cash, and like it's always an awkward conversation. It's again going into a restaurant was the last thing I wanted to do right now. I just like late lit. Let me have my my sad boy season, and and we'll go from there. But no, I, again, I mean, I, I not not capitalizing against Chapman in the eighth is going to haunt them. Um, I think because again, you got guys on first and second. Chapman didn't know where it was going. Tony grounds into the double play, which my dad says, I don't know what Twitter is saying, but my dad says his, his foot was not on the bag. Um, the, the second baseman, I guess, during that play. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at the all 22 yet. Um, but I will say in the ninth inning, I was screaming. I was praying out loud. I will listen to every Billy Joel song on Spotify when I get home, if they can pull this out. So I don't know. You talked a lot of shit about my guy, Billy throughout the day. So I don't know if you can kind of just immediately reverse course there. I would have, I would have tried it, but he's a cuck. This, this should have been a night game. The, the atmosphere at at first pitch was incredible. This should have been a night game. So. No, it should have been. I mean, like people would have been even more tuned up than they were, which would have been interesting to see. I mean, some of the pictures we were getting of like the overflowing trash cans with uh, beer cans just coming out of them. Pickles Dude. looked awesome. I mean, the weather was 
not great in the morning there. It kind of cleared up for uh, a nice sunny day right as things were kicking off there uh, around the two o'clock mark. But yeah, man, um, very, very disappointing way to kick things off. And I, you know, it's easy to say this now, but like the way things were building up, it was all just so perfect. And like, mm -hmm. I'm very much that type of person. It's like, oh, when things are too good to be true, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was like, man, like, it feels like something could go wrong. I, I'd never said anything. And like, again, I know this is easy for me to say now, but I was like, it, you know, and really like realistically, it wasn't that bad. Like they lost three to two. The bats were pretty cold, but they got a nice hit there out of uh, Mount Castle to get the RBI. He drove in Tony from first to home. Mm -hmm. uh, Santander had the home run. He played awesome, by the way. So yeah. it's like there, there were some positives to take away. It felt like just kind of a regular loss that we'd see from them throughout the regular season. And the good news is they haven't uh, they haven't been swept and they've made a habit of winning series uh you know otherwise that so we'll see what happens long way to go but very very disappointing uh way to kick off the first postseason series uh that they've played in uh since 2014 i mean it was a one-off in 2016 so very you know very tough yeah yeah and again i mean you, you talked about it the weather and all that i'll say i mean the atmosphere at pickles again was was awesome um Saw Brian there. We hung out with him for a little bit. You'll be shocked to know that Brian got into some Juco club baseball talk with the, with a table that we met up with. So, dude, was I was gonna say of, he was definitely he was oh, definitely holding were, court. He was holding court like Costanza with the uh, the two guys on the Yankees. I forget who it was, but you know he was. I I could just tell that he was in his element when he tweeted out the photo of the guy puking in the trash can. That oh, I missed quickly. that. I didn't I didn't see that. I I haven't I have not been on Twitter to see that. Um. But no, we we got to talking. I met up with I, I as I'm walking by the bathroom, a guy who knows my brother-in-law had reached out and was like, "Hey, I you know, I know I know, you know, I know Matt." And we got to talking and one of the guys at his table had like a D2 championship watch. So he was showing it to Brian and Brian he goes, he said something like I'm the only one that's ever played in a, a college championship and Brian pulled the like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." Not so, so fast, yeah, my friend. Pump your brakes, you know. But um no, it was a good time again. I saw Banks um and, you know, a bunch of other listeners, a lot of like, hey, you know, enjoy the podcast and all that. Um, but again, everything was awesome. Even the rain was fine. Like it was nice. It was cooling down. It, it kind of I got a new hat a couple of weeks ago. So it's nice, like forming the hat around my head, you know, making it nice and wet. So we got that going. But yeah, the, the, the rain delay after that, um, the weather was perfect. I mean, it was it was steaming in the outfield. It was it was money. So it was it was a good time. But. Again, they just could not really pull through when they needed it. Um, I guess the big talk right now, again, I haven't really seen it, is Gunner and the miscommunication and the stealing. Um, <clears throat> awful jump. I thought he got a bad jump. We were in 96, so we could see it. He got a bad jump. Jonah High made a great throw. You know, great tag put on him. That's kind of it. I didn't know if it was supposed to be hit and run, if, if Gunner just went on his own. But, again, I don't blame Gunner because – the offense hadn't done anything all day. That was their fifth hit that Gunner had, you know, in the ninth. So they weren't doing anything. A 22-year-old is taking the team, you know, being like, I got this. I'm going to try and make something happen. So I don't know. Again, I thought pitching did – pitching, they, they they did well enough to win tonight. The offense did not come through, and that's been the story the last couple of weeks. The offense has not come through. So we'll see what they do tomorrow. We'll see what the lineup is. But it's, it's – now is kind of time where you got to fucking figure it out because – you can't go into Texas looking out too. You can't. That's that's a recipe for disaster. So, yeah, Gunner said it was Hyde uh, who told him to go. Who who sent him? Hyde did say it was a miscommunication. There to your point. So I don't know, man. Crazy atmosphere. Twenty two year old to your point. Crazy shit can happen. I'm guessing that maybe he thought somebody uh, you know told him to go and he went and 
yeah, it was just I, I I personally hated it. I really didn't like it because to your point, there wasn't a lot of offense to go around. And let's say Hicks battles that thing out, thing out, and he gets on base just via walk or just kind of a bloop or something like that. All of a sudden, you got two guys on base, no outs. No outs. You're in a pretty damn good spot. So mm. I wish he hadn't. I, but that's just who he is, man. You got to take the good with the bad. He's an aggressive player at the plate. Yep. He's an aggressive player running the bases. He's crazy with the, uh, you know, flashing the leather every now and again. So he's just kind of that that stick of dynamite out there, you know, even when r- running the bases. And you got to take that uh, with the, the, you know, the, all the times that he's been successful. And that's what this game has really turned into with the rule changes. And what a what a much more watchable product than it was even three years ago. I thought it was awesome today with Mountcastle putting the ball in play. And like we said, mm-hmm. Tony going first at home. I mean, that was just something you didn't see in the sport even three to five years ago. And now it's, uh, I don't know, I just thought it was great. So, yeah, um, it really was. It's, it's all on the offense going cold. And that has kind of been the story of the last couple of weeks. I haven't been on an Orioles pod in a while. I've just been so Ravens-pilled here. Me and Spenny are kind of covering uh, – Ravens pretty pretty hard. We're beating it to the bone, recording Ravens three times a week. So that's part of it. But I've been I've definitely been keeping up with the Joneses. And uh you are right when you say that it feels like the bats have just had a penchant for going cold in these big situations. But it was that that late surge out of them for that, you know, one one and a half week stretch where they just went out there and they took care of business and that got mm-hmm. them to the AL East title and got them to where they are now. But was that kind of a mirage and are we back out in the desert now or are they going to figure it out ideally tomorrow or maybe uh, even a little bit after that? Uh, they're going to need to because I don't like no matter what Grayson does and I'd hope he goes farther than Braddish. And for the record, I think Braddish should have gone farther today. I think it was just some weird managerial stuff from Hyde, which is going to happen. I mean, it's truly a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation. You never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, Hyde. I, I, I picked that up. Yeah, that was no, so, that was yeah thank you. Um, That's it. So, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I, they, the bats need to need to wake up because, like I said, no matter what Grayson does, like it, it, they just they need you got you cannot lose games in the NFL and still win, right? You cannot not score in a game in the MLB and still win. So the you know the Orioles need to figure it out with the bats here. Yeah, and again, like I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the box score now. Like it, it, my buddy said before the game, like this is a must win game. And I go, it's really not. And he goes, no, no, no. Like you have your ace going against their, you know, against um, um, Andrew Heaney. He was like, you have to win this game. And I said, from that, that point of view, I get it. I go, you have to beat Andrew Heaney. And they didn't, they could not. I mean, his pitch count was not up. It was not elevated. I, that sucked to see early on. And again, I thought Bradish was really, I, I think he was really good. He was, he was good. He settled down at, you know, he had nine. Cases. He was good until they started, until they just kind of consecutively started to make contact on him there in the, the yeah, series where they one, started scoring. Was it the third inning? I think again, yeah, I, 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 I think he allowed one, he allowed one hit through like literally three. Uh, fourth inning. They scored two. Four, yeah. Fourth inning through four. And then that's when they scored the two. Yeah, and it's funny. I ended up sitting next to um, or locked on Orioles, Connor Newcomb, just just by happenstance. I had a solo ticket. I sat next to him in '96. So I mean, we were talking a lot of the game. Um, and again, I mean, I, I was shocked when Bradish when he came out. He had nine Ks. I was like, holy shit! Like that's that's a ton of the Orioles. Orioles pitching struck out sixteen guys. Sixteen. That's insane. Yeah. And let me see. Rangers pitcher struck out seven. I mean, it's it's you would you would think if that was you know you knew that going in the Orioles strike out sixteen guys you're going they they win this game. Um, again, they just I mean over three from Hayes. I'm done with Hayes. I don't think Hayes should be a leadoff guy against lefties. I don't think he should be a leadoff guy in general. I don't think we can have it over three. Adley had the walk. 
Um, Santander obviously had the hits, two hits. Now, and that's where I was kind of like, I was scoffing a little bit at them not revealing who their their starter was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I think this was Bruce Bochy playing a little bit of mind games, a World Series winning manager playing some mind nice. games with Hyde, and he puts out Heaney, who nobody expected, and he's yep. a lefty. And all of a sudden, they they probably had to adjust their lineup to what mm-hmm. they were, were originally planning, and it probably threw some guys off, Hayes included. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Again, I mean. It, Tip your cap to, to Bruce Bochy. I mean, he's won a World Series three times. So I think that, you know, he guy knows what he's doing. But again, I mean, oh, you know, over oh two from Hicks. Hicks, I thought Hicks had good at bats, two walks. You know, Westberg had the one at bat. He was there for a flash. Um, Frazier over three. Mullins over three. Mullins, again, I mean, I, we've said it. You got to get something out of Mullins. I mean, you have to. Yeah, you, you absolutely have to. Ramon, one for two. And the one hit was a slow bouncer to third that got kind of booted. I guess they gave him the hit, not the error. Um, that was definitely an error. Yeah. And again, we were sitting there. It's funny. Connor and I are sitting there. We were sitting so far underneath the scoreboard. We couldn't see anything. And he goes, I wonder if they ruled that a hit or an error. And I go, if only there was a way in the ballpark for them to let everybody know if it was a hit or an error, because obviously yeah. they don't have the sun sign. Um, but again, I mean, today, today offensively went about as bad as it could be. And, and you just hope that tomorrow it can't be that bad. It, it can't be that bad. Um, yeah, game of inches. I think in the Chapman sequence, like when they, they were this close, I don't know if you've seen the replay, but Josh Young, like on the double play, or it might I, I don't know if it was the double play or if it was the throw out to first. I forget how that whole sequence went, but he made one of the craziest scoops that you'll see. Like the ball that was, was like double play, yeah, bouncing in rapid succession. And like yeah. he just, his glove, if it was an inch, like in any direction, not where it should have been. Mm-hmm. And it was not an easy field. Uh, he fields it cleanly and he makes the play. That was really what decided the game, I think, because if they turn that sequence into something, like they probably would have taken off from there. We know how this, you know, offense can turn into a bunch of microwave men. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I agree again. I mean, we looked and we were like, this is the time to do it. And, 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 that was, they couldn't get it done again. It, it's such an overall Chapman inning too. The guy couldn't find the strike zone at all, ends up getting out of it. And, and that's, that's really, I didn't, you know, he looked awful. And, and I said to Connor, I go for someone who's pitching a lot of big games, he's awful in these situations. Yeah. Like he's legitimately bad. Um, it just, it, it really sucked to not be able to get anybody in there. And, and, you know, that ended up being the game and, I, there really isn't anything else to say, but like you, it, the offense just has to do something. And, and, you know, I, I, you got, I'm not worried about Grayson tomorrow. I'm not worried about the bullpen. I'm worried about the offense. And yeah. that's, they're going to go as far as the offense takes them. I, I think that's it. And, and again, we can all kind of just, you know, that, that, that's what has to happen. The offense has to show up. The guys have to play and, and, and do better. They have to do better. So. We'll yeah, see what the I mean, lineup is tomorrow. I, I don't know. You know, do they do a more traditional lineup? Do you put Gunner at, you know, top of the lineup? Do you put, you know, you put Adley up there? I don't know. But I it, Hayes, I don't think can't he can't do it. When he grounded into that double play, Hayes, I, I said, I go, you know, we all know it's coming. It, he's going to he's gonna bounce the ball to the left side, and it's going to be a, a routine double play, and that's exactly what it was. So, you know, hopefully, you know, Tony, again, Tony and Mountcastle showed up. Other than that, that was about it. Gunner, obviously, in the ninth, but. It was, it was a pathetic performance from the uh, offense tonight, but I'm not hanging my – again, my mentions are a disaster. I, I said, is it a must-win or uh, can't lose? And I had somebody say, you know, hardy, har, har, this is, you know, this is why you're a loser and, and you're a bad fan because you joke around. 
fuck do you want me to do dude like eric i yeah you, you should be like doing you know sprints. me a fake fan fake you fan be, you should be doing sprints in the parking lot like with your shirt off like that streaker. I um I, I was listening to billy you know as i'm I'm sprinting up and down but by the way total fiasco going on with that i don't know if you've seen all the stuff that's going on i haven't but real shame we'll yeah no that. it's tough. there's shame. like there's a uh i think fenton tweeted like there, there was like a line around the corner of cars trying to get in as the concert had started oh, and some some lady screamed out, I paid $1,200 for these tickets. Shame on Baltimore. Like, <laughs> I hate to see that. As again, as I, um, as we were leaving, there was, um, the line was kind of insane. Like it was, it was legitimately nuts. Um, the line to like get in, it was to get on to 95 where I guess you could circle down by like where the firehouse is and all that, that line, like those line, those lanes were backed up for like a while. And it was like, holy shit, like that. That's what I was like, where is that going? And it was all now I'm looking at it, Fenton's uh, timeline. But yeah, that was uh, again, I, I don't know what else to say. That was a tough one. Um, they got to regroup and come back tomorrow. And and hopefully again, I, I think I'll be there. I'm not sure yet, but I think I'll be there. But the, they got to bring the juice. They got the, the bats have to show something or, or it's going to be a quick exit. So what, what else can you say? She was an amazing woman who lived an amazing life. Yeah, no, it's like you got to like I'm hearing of this. You yeah you're, you're telling me for the first time um like you gotta you gotta make a statement and I think you do it with the lineup and no more Mickey Mouse bullshit no more Austin Hayes splits versus lefties none of this nonsense you send out Gunnar Henderson to lead things off like you mm -hmm. you make a statement Ryder Cup like first match you send your best guy out you make a statement I want Gunnar I want maybe Adley behind him and then I probably want Tony in the three hole and you just try to fucking put the ball in play. And you make some plays and you get that crowd jacked up. You get guys running in the open field. Like you just, you got to get off to a good start here. And it's going to be Montgomery, right? Yeah. Montgomery. So yeah. So it's going to be, it's, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Another one. So it's going to be tough sledding, I think, but I don't know, man, like this is uh, it's time to go balls to the wall here because you put, you dug yourself into a little bit of a hole, but all season you found a way to, uh, to claw your way out of them. And I think you, yeah. you let the talent win in, in this situation and you just kind of dance with the ones that brought you. And that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say, I said this, um, I don't know. I, you probably, you probably have seen on social media, not on TV, but the streaker, not the streaker, the guy in the speedo. Yeah. Um, the security guard who laid him out, that was yeah. about as clean of a hit as I've seen. And I turned to my, I turned to Connor and I go, the Orioles win this game. It's because of the security guard. Because when he tackled him, first off, they held him up like a pig at a, at a spit roast or whatever. Like held that. him up, and and um, I the, the security guard just walked back to his post and was like, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a Portnoy situation with the dead fish legs yeah, coming out was, of the yeah. Super he Bowl. definitely went limp and was just yeah. kind of laying there. But I said, you know, if they win this game, that that guy's the the, the security guard is the player of the game because he. I got saw our guy, uh, our guy, Big Shot Bob, uh, Bronco Buster uh, Bob, tweeted out um, a video of him doing like a curtain call to the crowd after he did yeah, it. Yeah, he was he like, was like he was feeding into it, and he was like, "Let's go, like give it to me." So it's kind of like was, some some uh, some freeze vibes a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. He he was doing stuff like that, but again, give that guy credit because again, I mean, the he was trying his best, so. If the offense can't can't rebound after seeing that, I I don't know what. And again, people are asking if that was me in the speedo. It was not wearing the the speedo that said virginity rock. That, that guy, those guys' abs were way too good to be you. I mean, no disrespect, you, but you've like, never like, come on. I mean, don't. Let's you, you yeah. my abs. Well, you know, we don't have to go there right you, now. You sure? But it was not me. Okay.
I'm okay for people asking. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay for people asking. So I got this uh, this kids comparison graphic that FS1 put up. I don't no. know if you saw this. This was no. before the ninth inning, so Gunner got a hit after this. But Evan Carter, one for two, two walks, run back well. in. He played Josh Young, well. yep, Josh Young, one for three, one home run, one run batted in, and then he had the, the defensive plays too. Adley Rutschman, 0 for three with a strikeout. This was before Gunner's hit, so Gunner Henderson, 0 for three, two strikeouts. It's just like it's the young talent stepping up and just – and like the, the Rangers, frankly, have more like vested talent that have like gone further and deeper than this. They've got Chapman. They've got Scherzer sitting there. They've got some of these guys that have uh, – done this shit before so to have their young talent come through i think was the difference or like the orioles need more out of adley and gunner tomorrow they need those guys to come out and make a fucking statement i i don't know if you listened to the the alds preview but taylor said he goes i, I have the feeling that you know either adley or gunner one of them go you know goes cold and I, i'm thinking in my head one for 10 one for 11 you know something like that like and again, it's like you, I mean, Seager, Seager had a good series in Tampa, but like Marcus Simeon is batting under hundred in the playoffs. Like Adolis Garcia didn't, you know, hasn't done anything. And it's like, you gotta, you gotta win the games when they aren't doing anything because those guys are going to get going. Like the offense, that offense is way too good to only score three runs. And, and so that's why it's like today really would have been nice to get that one and, and be able to put one down, put that one behind you. And then again, have Grayson go. Uh, yeah, again, now you need him to go six and, and you know, with two earned runs or less. And yeah, and it's like it's Jordan Westberg too getting pulled, I think, for Frazier or what was that in like the fourth or whatever it was. It was early, and people people complain about that. I, I'll say this I like Westberg, he hasn't done much of, of anything in a while. Neither is Frazier, I, I get it, but it's like I that was kind of like a pick your poison. Neither of them has done anything lately, so. Yeah. Again, flat out, you you got to score. Like you you have to. That's literally how you win games. You have to score. So I don't know what to tell them. If if the offense doesn't show up, it's going to be a kind of a quick uh, a quick show in the playoffs, and we'll wear our ALE shirts and we'll you know get get laughed at by Rays fans who did the same you know the same thing uh, last week. But they 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 got to do something on offense. So I don't know what else to say. Yep, pretty much. much. So I don't know. Tomorrow, got any uh, any predictions? Any thoughts? I I think I I think they win tomorrow. Um, again, I thought they were thought they were going to win today, um, but I think they win tomorrow. Again, I'm not worried about Grayson. I'm not worried about the bullpen. I'm not worried about Jordan Montgomery. I'm worried about the offense. Just just not showing up. And again, not like like again. I didn't think I didn't think Dunning. I didn't think those guys. I didn't think Heaney was great. It's just the offense. And I don't, how was it on TV? Was the ump that bad on TV, or was it more split? It was immediately clear that it was going to be a picture zone. Like he was, he was calling them pretty in favor of both pictures. I thought, and that's kind of how it seemed to go for the rest of the day. There were some controversial ones. Um, I think they seem that, to always go against the Orioles. And again, maybe that's my bias, but I was like, the thing is, I I don't even know if I was paying attention play to play. I was pretty jacked up. I was checking Twitter a lot. Like I probably could have been more dialed into what some of the calls were, or like why they were or would not be controversial. But it seemed to be like, like I said, it seemed to favor the pictures more early on, and it just kind of settled into that into that rhythm. But I don't know. He was also doing a lot of the uh, looking to the uh, first base guy, and the first base guy was kind of making the calls for him yeah. uh, in a lot more situations than I feel like you normally see. So I don't know. That guy was maybe a little. When he would go to him, I would I would get a little pissed. But yeah, other than that, not really a, a it, big it take. Seemed, it seemed like everything low and inside the righties was getting caught against the Orioles. And then again, it felt like Bradish and you know guys like that had some pitches, same exact spot, and it was nothing. And it was just like 
it's also weird. Yeah, it's weird when you have a righty versus a lefty too. I think when you're talking about uh, when you're talking about strike zones. So yeah. it, it, when when you have a, a bunch of different guys coming in that you're switching lefty and righty and splits, like it it can be tougher to frame. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for umpires. Oh, I don't be, know what yeah. I'm doing. I fucking hate umpires. So yeah, bro, blame them. Uh, why am I doing this? I don't need to be a rational fan. Fuck Cowboy Joe West. Things of that nature. They were awful. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the off, the, the umpire didn't lose in this game. Like we'll say that, like, I, I didn't think it was great, but uh, people have told me like on TV, he seems much more kind of down the middle. Like he was bad for both sides. And I was like, all right, well that, that, I, that it's whatever. It's fine. But flat out, I mean, tomorrow it's, it, you got to win. You have to win. You cannot go to Texas. O two and, and flirt with being swept and, and going from there. So do whatever you got to do again, go Hyde has to go back to the normal lineup. Not that I thought he got cute tonight, but you know, people were like, he's doing things that he didn't do during a 101 win season. And like, why would you switch that up now? So I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but you just got to win. You have to. So, yeah, definitely. So, so I got, you got to win. And that is all he has got. Put that, put that got, on a quote card. They have to win. Just, you got to win. It's like the, uh, I would start stroking guys, the Brooks Capica. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it a graphic card for that. Um, yeah, that's all I got too, man. Like it's just you all you gotta you gotta score runs, really, is what it comes down to, I think. Because I yeah. think the pitching is gonna continue to do their thing. They kind of just by hook and by crook figure it out. I think Grayson Rodriguez, I don't know if he he didn't grow up a Rangers fan. He was more of an Astros type guy, right? Yeah, he said he was an Astros guy, but yeah, yeah. But you know, he's he, you know, you're talking about going up against Texas. He's gonna go and you know, play some, you know, a game there, uh, or at least two at this point, right? So Going to be interesting to see what happens uh, with Grayson tomorrow. I'm expecting a big performance. So if you can get that out of him, then all you got to do is just get the bats to show up. Go out there and score three runs and see what happens, right? Just get, get set a number in your mind. We're going to go score three runs today, and everything else is gravy. That's all I'm asking for. I that's all it came hope. down to. I hope it's it came more down to than three. We'll say that. I hope so, too. Listen, but, it, you know, you needed four today, and you couldn't get to that. So, yeah. Let's set the set the bar lower than that. We'll get a little bit of Grayson. We'll mix in some of our guy, Blackjack. Jack Flaherty is going to come in, I think, at some point. Probably, yeah. You know, get, go, go an inning or two. And uh, with that bulldog mentality, that co that mama mentality that he's got, and then uh, maybe a little bit of Cano at the end, and you just kind of settle things down. We don't have to go through all our relievers in this game either. That's another thing that's well, but you, I mean, theoretically, you can with the, with the off day. Like that's, I mean, that that's what helps, you know? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, you're not going to want to burn through them, but again, you have Tyler Wells who only threw 10 pitches tonight. Like DL is, I said, DL is probably the only guy. I don't know how many pitches Coulomb threw, but who again, not many either. Yeah. He wasn't many either. So according to the guy behind me, apparently Danny Coulomb came into the third inning. Bradish is pitching. And the, the guy behind me is kept going fucking hide. I can't believe he took out Bradish. And I'm like, I look over to Connor and I go, Am I missing something? And he goes, no, he is. And then again, he like, I think Bradish gave up a hit and he's like, that's why I don't pull Bradish. And I'm just like, I yell, let's go Kyle. And the guy goes, he took him out. And I'm like, what, what are we doing right now? Like, what is going on? Same, same thing with the guy who had pickles was like, I can't believe Coulomb made the roster. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, how did Coulomb make the roster? And Fuji didn't. And I go, I don't have time for this, man. Like, I can't get into this battle right now. Like, I don't – I go, Coulomb was the second best reliever behind Felix this year. Like, what do we – Recency bias. And also, it's... Fuji, he's got a sweet name and he's pretty talented. He's pretty darn talented. You got to give him that. I also will say, Connor and I sat a section over from the Fuji split jersey guy, 
half A's, half Orioles City Connect guy with the Mount Fuji hat. Yeah. Tough game. Tough, tough series for that guy. That's a brutal, that's a that's a brutal break, man. That's I, hate that uh, I, I I don't even think I'd go to the game. I'm yeah, sure. we didn't we also didn't touch on John Means not gonna be play, pitching in the series either. So a tough so break. I got a I got a tweet this morning at like maybe seven thirty or eight o'clock and someone was like, you know, I can't believe Hyde would leave Means off the roster. And I was like, I haven't seen the roster. I'm not speaking on this. I don't know what, what's going on. And then You're telling me now for the first time. That yeah, you're telling me now for the wow, you know, shocking. Wow. But I didn't know um, that. I just uh... I didn't know. I literally didn't know that. And then at pickles, I got the notification, elbow soreness. <laughs> it's it's not good. Like uh, that doesn't change the series at all. Like it would have been nice to have a lefty. I'll say that. Um, it doesn't change the series at all. But it it sucks that he's not in there. It, it just like personally for him that he's not able to pitch in the playoffs after all he's gone through and all that shit. So hopefully he's fine and and he can come back and um. You know, we'll see him hopefully in the ALCS. That's that's all I can say. So, Grayson tomorrow, gas me up. All hands on deck. Can't lose, must win. You tell me. You know, that's that's all I got. Hope I think I'll be there. I don't know yet. I'm about to text my guy and see if he'll give me tickets still. And uh, now we go. That's all I got. You you were throwing a lot of now we goes out there today, and we we certainly did not go. We didn't go. It, we we tried to it did not go but i don't know that i you just gotta score that's that's it that's what it comes down to and and it's funny because i had three different people come up to me at pickles after the game and go i want to play another game right now like i wish they had a game at 6 15 or 6 30 like i wish we could just play right out because i don't think the rangers won that game it was more the orioles losing it. like they just they they did they did not come through when it mattered and and that's that's all i don't know okay well, yeah, can't but, play it right now. Well, they will be playing it tomorrow, right after the Ravens play the Steelers. So, a lot of our listeners get fired up because we got a long day in front of us today. I mean, banner day for Maryland sports with the Terps uh, crashing and burning with uh, our guy Pick. Urban on the sideline there, and then uh, leading right into this uh, whatever disaster of a game. So, Pickles was so fired up, like when they scored the touchdown to go up seven nothing. Yeah, and I was like, nothing can go wrong today. Nothing. And then as we're sitting there in the third inning and it's two to one or two, nothing. And the lady next to me shows me the score and it's like 37, 17. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's about how it's going. Got away from them a little bit there, but the, listen, they had urban on the sideline. They were above the line there with Ryan day, who was probably uh, screaming about, you know, Bob Barker or some other elderly, fake, you fake know, tough guy, fake yeah. tough guy, Ryan day. He's first team all fake tough guy with Jeff Teague and Kevin Garnett and, and a couple of those other guys. So. Jeff Teague, fake yeah, guy. Jeff Teague was he was a big. I tweeted it out too, like at one point. He's a big, like he would always talk shit and get in people's faces and all that. And I was like, you're nobody's scared of Jeff Teague, like. So that's a fun. We I starting five. I think we we talked about it doing it once, but for like fake tough guys, I think I'm that, that hasn't that hasn't been done before. Yeah, we would have to I, look I, yeah, back we'll, for the archives. Yeah, we'll do that one. That okay. would be good, but yeah, let's right. do it. Okay, anything else? Go birds, go O's, go Grayson, go bats. That's that's it. Shout out to all the listeners who came up and uh, told me they love the podcast. <laughs> You'll appreciate this too more than anybody. I'm standing there. There was a line of guys, maybe three or four of them, that all gave me a fist pound being like, love the pod, man. Keep it going. And Banks is just like this. Yeah. Are you, you know, fuck me, right? I'm right here. And 
last time we were out there, we actually, me and Spenny had a lot of people coming up to us. I was like, oh, too bad Eric's not here. He can't see me. He can't see us getting all this shine. I I, I want to see it. I want all the boys to get shine, except yeah, for Taylor. Look, I don't want Taylor to get shine. Everybody Taylor else gets, but Taylor can get shine. Taylor gets enough shine. He's, he's Brian and I also wore the same shirt today, so that was a little bit embarrassing. But that's yeah, that's bad mode. I had I had this on over when he got there. He had the shirt on over the sweatshirt. I had it under, so I flashed a little bit, but I didn't. I I was like, I know that you know. Yeah, and then you wound up on the running across the diamond in a speedo in the uh, the virginity rocks, man. I don't know. I don't know what else you want me to say. Virginity rocks. So yeah, so some crazy shit can happen. Uh, okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in here on a Saturday night. Anyone listening on the podcast feed, thank you as well. Taking some time out of your weekend to hang with us as we uh, hang with the Orioles uh, and are hanging on, not by a thread, but you know, we're, we're not off to a great start here. Uh, it's the X52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Famous Seafood. You can follow us on social media at X52 podcast across Twitter and Instagram. I am at Jake Luke. That is L-O-U-Q-U-E. Eric is at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. Like he said, he'll be in the house tomorrow at Camden Yard. So go up and say hello. We'll be doing another instant analysis tomorrow night. I'm assuming we're going to be kind of lumping them in together because we got the Ravens going up to Pittsburgh, uh, playing a one o'clock game that'll lead basically right into game two of the ALDS. So uh, a big, big, big sports weekend uh, that is kind of, we're right in the throes of it off to a pretty tough start here. If you are a, a DMV loyalist, but listen, we'll pull through. I have faith. Thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you again tomorrow.